0: Hi, this is Tony Agnesi, and welcome to this edition of The Storytellers. This is uh, our third season and episode 11 of our third season. The Storytellers television program debuts on Wednesday night at 6 p.m. on the Fiat Ministry Network and airs later that evening on my YouTube page at Tony Agnesi and at Patchwork Heart Ministries. And the radio program for our third year is on the stations of the Living Bread Radio Network. Each week on the program, we feature an inspirational guest and discuss their personal faith journeys, as well as the ministries that they share as authors, speakers, bloggers, and radio and television hosts. And today, as is, is no exception, I get the opportunity to spend some time with my good friend Gary Zimak. He's a best-selling author of a bunch of books, including Give Up Worry for Lent and Stop Worrying and Start Living, and his brand new book called Let Go of Anger and Stress, Be Transformed by the Fruits of the Spirit. That's what we're going to be uh, discussing here on the program today. Uh, Gary lives in New Jersey with his lovely wife and two beautiful daughters. And Gary, it's great to, first of all, it's great to see you and great to have you back on The Storytellers. <laughs> Tony,
1: it is great to see you as well. Anytime we get together, the Holy Spirit's president works through us. I know that so this is going to be a great interview, but... You know, you're a good friend and I I don't get to see you often enough. And it's just nice to be able to hang out with you.
0: It sure is. It sure is. Well, I have a couple of quotes I want to start. And I'm a big collector of quotes uh, and publish a new one every morning. But here's some quotes. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. (laughs) (laughs) Here's one. Holding a grudge is letting someone live rent free in your head. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and here's one from Mark Twain. Yeah, anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything to which it is poured. And uh, and one of my favorites is anger is a banquet, and you are the entree. Oh, ouch! Gary's ouch. book is called "Letting Go of Anger and Stress." What do you uh, what do you make of this world that we live in, where everybody Today, Gary seems to be so polarized that all I see and hear is anger and stress.
1: Oh, Tony, Tony, it, it's so it's so uh, widespread, and especially if you look on social media, everybody's angry at everybody else. And and you know the, the the sad thing about it is all of this anger, as those quotes really summarize, all of this anger just eats us up, and it it does damage in in, in us and. I think one of the reasons I'm I'm so I'm so blessed to be able to have this book come out during this particular time is people need to hear this message. I need to hear the message, and by the very title of this book, "Let Go of Anger and Stress," the implication here is that there is something we can do about the anger and the stress in our lives, and that's to let go of it. And, and, and you know, Tony, there is a There's a time and a place for anger. Anger is an emotion. God allows us to feel angry. And there's some things going on in the world that should make me angry. But that righteous anger should lead to some sort of a positive action. I should be able to let that anger inspire me to do something. And then at that point, Tony, I got to let it go. I got to let it go. Otherwise, I'm going to cross over and start committing sins. And St. Paul in his letter to the Ephesians said, be angry but don't but be without sin or don't let your anger turn into sin I'm paraphrasing you can be angry but not commit a sin but we got to be careful that we don't cross that line
0: you know the idea of letting this go I'm sure letting go of anger uh, appeals to a lot of people who are are stressful but what I see Gary and, and I'd love to get your comments on it with the number of people who have lost their faith with the with the yeah. uh, with the Overwhelming numbers that we see: fifty-one percent of young people under the age of thirty, when asked their religious affiliation, say none. And men, especially guys, especially, um, you know, who who are aren't at the aren't at mass during the week and and don't have a a prayer life and a faith life. This idea of letting go. I'm sure the first question question they have is, how does that work for me? How how does that going to work?
1: Yeah, I I agree. And it's because, you know what, Tony, I think it comes down to a couple of things. And, uh, you know, I speak a lot about overcoming anxiety. When you look at anxiety or stress and you look at anger, the root of both of those those issues is control. I get angry because I can't control my circumstances or somebody's behavior, uh, especially the guy who's got his blinkers on, driving 15 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour zone, who always is in front of me when I'm in a hurry. And I get angry because I can't control him or on social media. I get angry because this person is driving me crazy. Why don't they just shut up? Or why don't they speak out? You know, it's any number of things. And the same thing with with stress, anxiety. I can't control the world around me, but I want to. Because I'm a control freak. Tony, you know me. That's me. I'm a control freak. I like to be in charge. That's why I have always struggled with anxiety. But wanting to be in control doesn't work if we're going to be disciples or followers of Jesus. Because he's got to be in control. And that's a lesson that I've been learning for quite a while now. And it's a lesson that I'm going to be learning for the rest of my time here on earth but I've learned, Tony, that once I do surrender my life to Christ and let him take over and give his spirit permission to work in me, things work out a lot better.
0: Letting Go of Anger and Stress is the title of the book. Gary Zimax, my guest. And, you know, Gary, I think I mentioned to you before we came on, I, I have that problem. I'm, some of these fruits of the spirit I'm <laughs> pretty good at, but boy, patience is oh. one of them. I. Uh... And I, I always joke that I, God must have a really warped sense of humor because that guy that was in front of you going 15 <laughs> miles an hour in the passing lane. <laughs> He yeah. was in front of me last week, and there was a woman putting makeup on in the passing lane last week. I followed a school bus for probably, mm. and it picked up kids at, you know, <laughs> nine stops and so forth. And finally, I just threw up my hands and said, God, you know, uh, yeah. you, you've got this. I'm just going to enjoy the scenery and the leaves changing and so forth. And, you know, as soon as I said that, as soon as I said, you know, Lord, I'm just going to enjoy what's around me, it kind of eases a bit. So what do you say to a guy who said, Gary, will this work for me? How, how yeah. Will this
1: work for you? yeah. And, and, and that's the, Tony, that's the challenge because I think pride comes into play pride and that desire to control comes into play, especially for men. We like to fix things. Sometimes my wife will come to me with a problem and, and I'll start fixing it. And she'll say, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen to me. But I think by nature, men, especially are fixers and, You know, once you let control, once you give up control, once you surrender, and not just surrender as in accepting defeat, but surrendering your life to the power of the Holy Spirit. Once you do that, yes, it will work for anybody. But the trick is, for some of us, it's harder to do than others. And I will say that if I can do this, if I can learn to surrender, and it is a learning process, it is a surrender Even when I don't feel like surrendering, it's a conscious decision. If it works for me, yes, it will work for anybody. The trick is to be willing to surrender repeatedly throughout the day. And as you said, you're driving behind the person or the school bus that's driving you crazy. The moment you do finally say, that's it. I can't do anything about this. You start to feel that peace. And I think that's, it's one of the things this pandemic has been teaching a lot of us. We were never in control. We thought we were, but now we're, now God's trying to really bring that message home. And any of us who thought we were in control, we get it now. We get it. We were not in control. So maybe it's time to, to surrender and do things his way.
0: Absolutely. And when you look at what's going on with the increase in anxiety and the increase in depression and, mental health issues and suicide and divorce and all these things during the pandemic, it's because a lot of people just don't have, don't have the, uh, you know, don't have either the faith or, 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 or the willingness to, to they, they're going to do it themselves. And guys are that way. They yeah. want to do it themselves. You know, um, the the subtitle of my second book is called Turning Your Misery into Ministry. And I think that applies because I know in your first book, you talk an awful lot about Why don't you share a little bit about your story that makes you the expert in, in letting go of anger and stress?
1: Yeah, Tony, my uh, my my battle with anxiety goes back to the time when I was very young and it was uh, I, I was worried about any number of different things. And this is despite the fact that I was a faithful Catholic, that I went to Catholic school for 12 years, that I went to mass every week. But somehow I never made that connection that God is real and that he wants to help me with my problems if only I would let him. And that took many years for that to come about. Tony, I spent 30 years in the um, in the software industry as a software developer. And then somewhere toward the end of that 30 year career, prior to a layoff, an unexpected layoff, I had what I would call a major conversion. When I, when I literally experienced Christ in a real way, he became real to me and I surrendered my life to him. I accepted Jesus. As my personal Lord and Savior, you know, we hear that so often. As a Catholic, I thought that was a Protestant thing. Catholics don't do that. But once I did that, once Jesus became real to me and I gave him control of my life, things started to change. I felt called after my layoff to go into full-time writing and speaking ministry. Without any prior experience, I felt this is what the Lord was calling me to do, and he's blessed me with multiple books. I've had the the ability to speak across the country, and I, I specialize in the topic of overcoming anxiety with the help of Jesus. And Tony, I keep thinking that this is going to be the last book I write having to deal with stress or anxiety or worry. And lo and behold, the Holy Spirit comes at me with another idea, and the books keep selling. I, I, you know, because I I really believe people are stressed out. People are worried. They're looking for comfort and, and and the world does not offer Jesus as an option for the most part. There's all kinds of of options offered. Here's how you you could stop worrying, but Christ is the answer. Tony, you know that, and he could transform your life. And I'm blessed to be able to speak and write about him.
0: Let's talk a little bit. Uh, We mentioned we kind of skirted around some of the fruits of the, of the Holy spirit. And, well, you know, for those people who may be joining us who, um, who aren't that uh, uh, knowledgeable. Talk talk a little bit about the fruits of the spirit and, and how we can use the fruits of the spirit to help us uh, work our way through these fearful times, these angry times and stressful times.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Tony. And, you know, you talk about men and it's men are in particular suffer from this, 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 (laughs) this desire to take control and to fix things, but you know, women could suffer from it too. When it comes to being good Christians, a lot of times we think we're just going to do this by ourselves. I'm just going to love people more. I'm going to be nicer. And eventually we run out of steam. And that's by design because Jesus never expected us to be good Christians on our own. And that's why he sent us the Holy Spirit. And toward the beginning of this book, Let Go of Anger and Stress, I mentioned the words of Jesus in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 8, when he said to his followers that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Mm. And I believe that most baptized and confirmed Catholics don't understand the extent of the power that they have available to them through the Holy Spirit. So I decided to write a Holy Spirit book based on St. Paul's words in his letter to the Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, when he lists... The Nine Fruits of the Holy Spirit, because you know what, Tony? I wanted this book to show the, the readers that these fruits, these qualities can be yours. You can look like this if you let the Holy Spirit work in your life. And very simply, very briefly, the fruits of the Spirit. Now, I love this list, Tony. I look at this list and I think at the end of my life, I want somebody to say, Gary Zimek, his life was filled with love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's what I want, Tony. I'm not there yet. I'm not even close. But through the working of the Holy Spirit, these fruits can be evident in in my life. And can you imagine if more people started displaying these fruits? If more of us did this, this world would be a different place.
0: Yeah, I, I wrote a piece called, Do You Live Your Resume or Your Eulogy? And Ooh. and nobody really wants their eulogy to be, you know, that Gary Zimek, he had a lot of <laughs> Facebook followers. He had six <laughs> likes on that post last yeah. week.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. they want,
0: they, they wanted, you want people to define you by the fruits of uh, of the spirit. And, um, uh, let, let you know, I... Do do people usually when when you give them that list of nine and you and I know you go through each of them individually in the book, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful, but are there always a couple that stand out to most people and, and, and it might differ from person to person is the things that they already do a pretty good job of, and then there's some things they could really use some help on, do you find that to be the case?
1: I do Tony and and oddly enough, you know, when I, when I got into this project, when I felt that I wanted to start showing people what the spirit can do in their lives, I thought the big ones would be joy and peace because everybody wants to be filled with joy and filled with peace, you would think. But the ones that really seem to resonate with people, number one is patience. Because everybody, like you and I are saying, everybody says, ah, I wish I was more patient. And the other one, I I find this to be surprising, but a lot of people seem to be touched by self-control.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Because so many of us end up, like St. Paul said, we do things that we don't want to do. We end up doing that very thing that we swore we would never do again. And and our bodies almost seem to betray us sometimes. So self-control and patience, I think they go hand in hand. And and they're very much needed in in, in the world in which we live right now. And, and really, you know, uh, learning to be patient, learning to have self-control, or I should say letting the spirit help you to acquire patience and self-control, it really makes all the other fruits possible, you know, mm-hmm. you know because you got to learn to back off and let the spirit work through you.
0: Sometimes you even you as soon as you do it, two seconds oh. later you go. What did I? Why? I know. I, I know. Why did I do that? I know. The other thing I, I notice a lot of people when you talk about joy, they kind of get happiness and joy mixed up and everything. You know, I'm I'm happy when the Cleveland Browns win. I was. Uh, Unhappy when they don't, I'm, I'm happy when, you know, things go my way and I'm happy when they don't, but joy comes from God, you know, that comes from above and, and, you know, some of the most joyous people I have met, I've met in the most unusual circumstances, joyous people on their deathbed who, who, who have a joy and, and you just exude that joy. So they're to talk a little bit about that happiness and joy coming from above, not necessarily who won the game last week.
1: Yeah, Tony, I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So uh, it's a good thing my joy isn't dependent on whether the Eagles win or lose. So we've been, being a Philly sports fan, I've been suffering for years. So I kind of got that down. But
0: um, we understand that <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: we we speak the same language, brother. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, it's very easy for me to be happy when the sun is shining and it's 70 degrees out, but when it's rainy, it's not quite as easy because I'm, I am very dependent on my circumstances for happiness. Happiness is an involuntary response to favorable circumstances. And, and, you know, that doesn't require any work. I don't need to do anything about that. But joy, on the other hand, I've always been fascinated and 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 intrigued by people who could, as you say, be joyful, even though they're not well, even though things are going poorly in their lives, but somehow they have this joy. And that's because joy is a response to God's presence in our lives. That's why St. Paul, when he was under house arrest, could write to the Philippians to rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Why? Because the Lord is near. And Tony, once we get that concept, once we're able to live that, I think we become bulletproof. Nothing can affect my joy because God is with me. That's not going to change, and, and I think that is such, such an important fruit to produce in our lives. Because you know why? Because it not only affects me, it affects other people. People it, that joy. It, it it's isn't content-
0: that fleeting. Happy, no. sad, happy, sad, happy, sad. That happens oftentimes several yep. times in yep. the course of a day. One of the other areas. Um, uh, uh, one of the other fruits is faithfulness. And, you know, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll share a quick story with you, Gary. My, my dad was, um, an Italian Methodist.
1: Which wow. You don't,
0: uh, yeah. I, I never heard
1: of that. I didn't know that, that was possible.
0: Italian and not Catholic. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, when he and my mom got married that back then in the forties, that was called a mixed marriage. And, uh, <laughs> he agreed that the kids would be raised Catholic. And he took that very, very seriously. Yeah. And, um, Every Sunday, we, he would bring my mom and my sister and I to Mass, and then he would drive across town to St. Dominic's and pick up two Dominican sisters who would come back and teach our CCD, our Sunday school. And then following that, he, he would bring, my, uh, bring the, the sisters back and my sister and I home, and then he would go to his church service at 11 o'clock. Mm. He did that for 15 years now uh he taught me something with that you know he taught me faithfulness he 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 made a decision that that's what they were going to do he was faithful to my mom he was faithful to her faith and and to the decision that was made and he made sure every sunday that we got our uh religious education that's the idea of faithfulness that that has you know really stuck with me over the course of the years and for a lot of guys especially now that we know that there are 40 million kids in the United States without a male figure in the household, without a father figure in the African-American community. It's nearing 80% do not have a father figure in the household. And they say within a generation or two, over half of all households will not have a father figure. And to me, learning that faithfulness from a male, from a father, uh is so important. And I think, I think it's, uh, it's part of that whole thing of trying to do it yourself and, yeah. you know, missing out on things. Another yeah. one that men have trouble with sometimes is gentleness. Talk a little <laughs> bit about gentleness.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gentleness in the book, I describe it as power under control. And, and when you look at it, you hear gentleness, you know, most guys are going to hear that and say, Oh, gentleness, I don't want to be gentle, but gentleness, you can't be gentle unless you are powerful. And when you look at Jesus, he was incredibly powerful, but he was also gentle. He didn't go around really enforcing or, or just pushing his power on people. He was gentle. He was, he was holding back, which is really, honestly, Tony, you're going to get a lot more done in this world by being gentle than you are by being forceful. Because mm-hmm. people just don't want to hear it. You can, if, especially if you're trying to evangelize, you're not going to win battles. By yelling at people, by using expletives. Yeah, you, you might think you're powerful, but you're not going to win any souls for Christ in that matter. We got to do it through gentleness. And it's uh, through the spirit we can learn to harness or channel that power. And, mm-hmm. and for me, uh, I could be an emotional and passionate person. I, I need some of that in my life. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I love that phrase of getting power through you know you can't be gentle unless you have the power to be that's a, that's a that's a great great analogy Gary zimak is my guest his book is let go of anger and stress I'll hold it up for our viewers uh, that are there it's subtitled be transformed by the fruits of the spirit and that's kind of what we've been uh, what we've been talking about Gary tell us a little bit about how the, how's, how's the book doing and and the, the 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 people that are reading it what kind of response are you getting uh, what kind of feedback are you getting?
1: You know, Tony, this book, it's doing very well, and it's kind of not surprising that a book called Let Go of Anger and Stress would be doing good right now. When we when we put this, uh, when the publisher first approached me about doing a book of this nature, it was kind of interesting because uh, Avi Maria Press came to me and said, you know, based on the success of Give Up Worry for Lent, let's – Why don't we do a book about controlling anger and stress? And then I came back with and said, can it be about the fruits of the Holy Spirit? We agreed. And at the time we came up with this concept, we knew that there would be an election in in the United States taking place, but we had no idea about the division, how bad it would be. We didn't know about COVID-19. There was so much we didn't know about. So the book is really, uh, really resonating with people. And I think the biggest comment I get is, I never really appreciated the power available to me through the Holy Spirit before. Mm. And and timely. that's that's common. Timely,
0: yeah. very yeah. timely. Gary, I want to I uh, uh, take a, a few minutes here. I don't think we had a chance to do this the last time we talked. Where, where can people, I know you speak, and you spoke right here in my hometown of Wadsworth last year and yeah. wonderful men's conference. And uh, uh, I know you speak all over the country and do a lot of uh, uh, parish missions as well as speaking and so forth. Tell us a little bit about that and how they would go about getting in touch with you if any of our listeners, viewers would love to have you speak at, the, at their event or their parish. Well,
1: thank you, Tony. The best place would be to, to, to visit my website, which is followingthetruth.com. Uh, I am finally starting to book some parish missions and retreats and talks for 2021 right now. After everything was canceled due to the pandemic, things are finally starting to come alive a little bit now. So my main topic is overcoming worry with the help of Jesus Christ. That's, that's what I'm best known for. And I would love to come out and speak and Lead a parish mission, or give a talk, or speak at a conference uh, in, in in the area in your area. And the the website is followingthetruth.com. It's all all the information is available there.
0: And all of your books are available uh, at all the known Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and so forth, or your local uh, Catholic bookstore. Uh, you should be able to find uh, uh, all of Gary's books there. His uh, current book is called "Let Go of Anger and Stress: Be Transformed by the Fruits of the Spirit." and Gary, this is always great getting together. Um, we need to do it more often, but boy, I'll tell you what, thank you so much. I think the timeliness of this topic, just, just how timely this is with COVID and everything that's happening uh, is really uh, going to be a blessing to a, a lot of people. And uh, God bless you for for the work that you do.
1: Tony, thank you. Before we go, I just want to say God bless you too, because I love your style. You are doing such good, brother. You, you and me, were just trying to, let people know how good jesus is and how much he wants to be a part of our lives and we, we keep it simple tony that's what i like about you simple <laughs> but substantial right and that's amen. that's the message right people need to hear it
0: amen and i think uh, uh, all of the books of yours that i've read just get to the point very yeah. straightforward very simple not not trying to not trying to impress you with uh, you know with a, a lot of um, of unnecessary stuff just getting right down to it and that, i think that works best uh, for men
1: yeah. Well, that's our show for today.
0: My thanks to Gary Zimak for being with us. Uh, the pro- program premieres 6 p.m. on Wednesday evenings at the Fiat Ministry Network and then later at Patchwork Heart Ministries and TonyAgnisi.com. And it's available on my website, TonyAgnisi.com, as well as my YouTube page youtube.com slash Tony Agnesi. Hey, and while you're there, check out my new video series called Five Minutes with Tony. We've got about 35 of them up there now. They're all under five minutes and they all deal with one you know, topic per, per uh, uh, five minutes with Tony broadcast. We do them twice a week, Monday and Thursday. They email out to subscribers on uh, Tuesday and Friday morning. So check that out too. The radio programs produced by the Living Bread Radio Network and air Sundays at four. Check your local Living Bread Radio Network station. And then it follows up on the storytellersradio.com and later in the week at Breadbox Media. And you can check out Gary's programming too at Breadbox Media. That's our show for today. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week with another edition of The Storytellers. God bless.